I was flying to Montana when I came across this statistic. 68% of teens in America feel a sense of depression or have acute anxiety. Well, this stunned me. I'm thinking in the most affluent and dynamic culture to ever appear on planet Earth, uh, it just blew my mind. We're expanding our knowledge, but shrinking our hearts. I believe there's a solution, and it simply starts the moment you wake up in the morning. It's Brave Man with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. Hi, I'm Paul Cole, and this is the Brave Men Podcast. I'm here with my partner in crime, Brian Boyd. And <laughs> and Brian, you know, this whole thing, uh, Brave Men, yes. you know, doing a Brave Men Podcast, yes. it's yes. not just about brave men, or here's introducing Brian, the brave man. <laughs> well, it's actually our goal. Yeah. Right? It's our, it, you know. It, it, what we get out of this, what yeah. comes out the other side of I, a I have podcast moments, like I have this. moments of braveness, Paul. Like uh, I, I have can moments speak of braveness. In, yeah, I can speak in front of a crowd. I can I can get up in front of a thousand people and talk about whatever. But if my wife, yeah, <laughs> if my wife sends me into the to the Walmart to return something without a receipt, I turn into yeah. a little child. I don't have yeah, a that's all. <laughs> so I don't know where the I don't know where the braveness you know, goes. Yeah, we, you know, we all have something. Returning a dish at a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they bring you the wrong thing and they say, well, we'll take it back. And you go, well, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. And uh, yeah, also, they can't do anything. Yeah. Really, you need to have them take it back. And, and, but the result that we're looking at is, is being somebody who has the courage to walk through life, uh, make decisions. And this stat that hit me when I was on the airplane the other day, Brian blew my mind. 68% of American teens with uh, acute anxiety and stress. Mm. And yeah, I believe yeah. there's, uh, in fact, here's, here's my deal. Here's my bottom line on this. I believe your daily routine, in other words, your, in fact, the morning ritual when you wake up can reduce right. anxiety and stress or the opposite. <laughs> yeah. No, they say that you, know, how you should you make, s- like, make the bed in the morning, right? I mean, isn't that one of the most basic ritual things is is a person who makes their bed i think how you start your day that was that famous speech the general gave at at west point start your day in the morning at least you accomplish something you know make your bed in the morning but how you start your day that core foundational moment i believe creates an atmosphere for your heart and your mind that stays with you the whole day and everything grows or dies based on the atmosphere so if the first thing you do, I had a friend who every morning, the first thing he did is he turned on the 24-hour news station. I mean, the first thing, I want to check, see what I missed, see what's going on. And then he would check his social media. And by the time he got around to maybe trying to read his Bible or, or do something that was positive, uh, his anxiety level was just already off the chart. And, and wow. he was yeah. begin, and we all do that. Yeah, it's true. So the question is, what's our daily ritual? How do we start and end our day? Check check out this one. Go ahead. Check out this one. 40% of everything you and I do every day is done without thinking. It's just a habit. 40%. That's what behavioral scientists tell us. Like 
For instance, it's a, it's a silly one, taking a shower. You don't think about it. Your, your brain, uh, one of the things your brain does is try to keep you alive. Okay. So one of the basic things it does is try to keep every bit of energy that it can keep for the really tough moments. So it becomes habitual in its actions so that you don't have to think about it. So the, you right. pick up the soap and you start with the same arm or however always. you start. Always. Yeah. I mean, th- isn't that something? It's just a habit. Yeah. So yeah. the question is for you and me is what's our daily habit for intimacy with God? Hmm. I think that's the basic issue because that intimacy produces an atmosphere for our heart that helps us make right decisions. I know a, uh, I know, I know a, a great, a great friend of mine, a couple, um, uh, Squire Rushnell and uh, Louise Duarte. They're a wonderful mm-hmm. couple out of uh, Martha's Vineyard, actually. And he's an author. And and uh, every morning, I've read his. I've read some of his material. Yeah, God Winks is is, is one of his some of his books. Yep. He he's he every morning. What his morning ritual is? He makes his wife a cup of coffee and a uh, a toasted bagel no matter where they are in the world, <laughs> anywhere in the world. Wow. It's it, it. He, he's, he tells you every morning that's his, what he does. He starts his morning. And then I forgot if it's morning or evening, but they always meet together in prayer. I believe it's in the evening. They always, they don't yeah. let a day go by where they don't sit together, hold hands, look at each other and pray. Wow. And uh, I admire that because it's just, it's bad. It's so with all that's going on in life. I don't know how you keep a ritual like that. Um, well, the question is, how do you not, once you, once you do this, and I'll give you two stories, two pictures of that. Cause I think that picture of Squire, cause he put it in some different materials. And, yeah. and here's the thing that my pastor said, Phil Pringle, he said this praying men don't sin and sinning men don't pray. I mean, that was yeah. so simple. Right. It was just yeah. basic. I'll give you a basic one. You know, we're, we're, uh, here in the United States, and we've got a lot of friends around the world who will be with us right now. But here in the U.S., we're really into American football. And um, there was a famous coach. His name was Vince Lombardi. and uh, But he only become, became famous because he ended up winning you know, championships. But here's where it started. It was 1961 in July. The Green Bay Packers, where he was the coach, had come back together. What had just happened that previous December, they had finally got to the NFL championship game, but they lost in the last few minutes to the Philadelphia Eagles. And man, they were still hurting, right? They're still feeling that loss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when he got hit, all his football players together, 38 of them, he walks into the room. He's got a football under his arm. Now, these are men who have played the game that played at the highest level already, but That 1961 season, he had an idea, and his plan was go back to the basics. So he gripped that football, held it out in front of him, and growled to those men, gentlemen, this is a football. Hmm. And with that statement, he began a new day in that team's history. They started doing the basic fundamentals, starting with this is a football. And that year, December 1961, they defeated the Giants to become the NFL champions. And that coach, Vince Lombardi, 
never lost another playoff game that he coached in. Wow. So, you know, for you and me, Brian, as followers of Christ, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's kind of funny, but it's true. Gentlemen, this is a Bible. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. It's so, right. So it's what's, so what's foundational. Your, what's your ritual? Like? Let's put you on the spot, Paul. Um, my ritual. You know, well, I don't make coffee yeah. for my wife. First thing I make coffee for me and she's, I'm up yeah. usually a little bit earlier. And so my first thing is I go to Proverbs and, uh, this quarter of the year where we're taping this, uh, podcast this quarter of the year, I'm using the, uh, what's called the passion translation. Really, really interesting. In fact, uh, today's, uh, proverb had a great line in it. It said, uh, it said, the only thing worse than a fool is a conceited man who believes everybody should know what his opinion is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I thought, worse than a fool. Wow. So when you start with the basics, and so I start with Proverbs for the day of the month, you know, so it's, uh, let's say Proverbs five, you know, it's, or it's the fifth day, fifth of January, let's say. So I have Proverbs five, and that just keeps me on track. So I've read Proverbs through, I, I awesome. hard to track, you know, for yeah. thirty years, and then I'll go to a Bible reading plan. Now, last year, I used the U version plan and read through the New mm -hmm. Testament three times, and then mm -hmm. read different parts of the First Covenant, what we call the Old Testament, and then uh, this quarter. I'm, I'm just going ahead and starting in Matthew, which is the first book of the New Testament. And I'm just reading, I'm going to read straight through for three months and read the New Testament and then the Proverbs. And then on top of that, I have different things I'm studying and other books I'm reading. So I'll knock out the first hour with, you know, reading, prayer, quiet. Um, I do, I do do this. Okay. Here's my, here's my little uh, thing. I check my phone to see if there's any texts. Well, yeah. Because the only people that text me are uh, yourself or, or my sister, who's our vice president, uh, or somebody where it's usually pretty, you know, timely or urgent or, and I'll look at it. And if it's a quick response, I'll respond or I'll set it aside and go, okay, you know, I can get at this, you know, at 630 this morning. I don't need to do right. it right now. Right. But I think what that does is that puts the, the word of God in our hearts. And the Bible says, from your heart comes your life. Here, here's another picture of that. So, um, yeah, here's another quick, picture of if, that. If, yeah. if, hold on to that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Um, so just, I don't want to pass this point because yeah. we've got somebody listening saying, okay, step one is let's get some word into our system. Right. So are you saying well, that step one might be is coffee. A, is an easy way to do it? Step one might be coffee. Well, of course, yeah. coffee. Yeah, <laughs> of yeah. course, coffee. But I don't want to overwhelm someone with the whole, let's, let's get into the Bible. It's, it's very old. As you spoke, I got overwhelmed. So you version, the Bible app has a reading plan. Right. That is simple to use. Right. right. That, so it's, it's a really easy beginner step. That's a good way to start. Yeah. I you just click on there and it says plans. Okay. And uh, for instance, uh, okay. one of our great friends uh, with Christian men's network, yeah. is uh, Rob Carmen, Dr. Rob sure. Carmen, And he had a, th a little plan on there. And it was, I think it was five parts of um, how to decrease stress in your life. And, and you click on it and it took, I don't know, maybe about one minute to read the scripture he had. And then about another one minute to read 
what he had said about that, about two to three minutes, probably a three minute read. And immediately right there, something begins to shift because, uh, and this is what I was going to mention is in the computer world, and you know more about this than I do, but the basic language of a program is called the source code. And that becomes the basis for all communication out of that program. Right. So your mobile device, your phone, your computer, everything has a basic language so it can communicate. And for me, the source code becomes what's in my heart. The Bible says, what you put in your heart is what you become. Psalm 119, verse 11, Brian says, your word I've put in my heart that I might not sin. Mm-hmm. So you can, so it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Um, I yeah. always tell guys an easy one is just read the book of John. This is one of the men who was a follower of Christ, one of his best friends. And he wrote a book about Jesus with many of his quotes in it uh, as he was walking with him. And as he was some years after, he wrote down everything that had happened. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, he didn't write down everything. At the end of John, he says, if somebody tried to write down everything mm-hmm. that Jesus did, it would take all the paper in the world and all the ink <laughs> because so much happened. You know, right. Uh, right. what's fascinating, you know, is you, again, I read a lot. So you study different things. And uh, I just read somebody who, who told me that the life of Christ that we read in the New Testament is really only snapshots from about 21 to 50 days, somewhere between 21 and 50 days do we see snapshots. So everything we read and all the things that we saw happen are just snapshots out of 21 to 50 days, somewhere in that neighborhood. So -hmm. think of all the other days he had, all the things that happened all day long. And think of the things that happened to you and me all day long. So, you know, if you only took 10 minutes to start the atmosphere right. It's true. You know, if you took 15, here's what David said in Psalms. He said, he said, your word becomes for me like honey. He said, it becomes something I, I go, I want to go after. It tastes good. I want this thing. And so uh, it's the way to armor up. That's good. Like Paul said in Ephesians six, he said, put on the whole armor of God. Yeah. Right. Because the fact is, we're in a fight. There's stuff going on. It's chaos. So the Word of God gives us a foundation to move with confidence and courage, and it's how we armor up. Here's what Paul said in Ephesians 6. You know this one well. Put on every piece of God's armor, so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing. I think that's the key. And verse 14 of chapter 6 of the letter to Ephesians that Paul wrote under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit says, stand your ground, putting on a belt of truth, body armor of God's righteousness, mm-hmm. put your feet on your feet, shoes, put peace. Mm-hmm. So you're walking around in peace. In addition to that, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery darts of the enemy or the arrows. And it says, put salvation on your, as your helmet. In other words, what's in your heart and in your mind and spirit. Jesus is for me. Right. And I think, I mean, that thing right there, here's, here's uh, the great philosopher, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> he said this. He said, he said, the fight, in other words, he was a great boxer, right? Famous. Yeah, of course. He yeah. said, but my fights 
are won or lost far away from the witnesses behind the lines in the gym, out there on the road, long before I dance under those lights. Mm-hmm. In other words, he said, what I do in my mm-hmm. private preparation is actually what wins the game. My, I, looked, I looked to the great philosopher Evil Knievel for all of my insight. <laughs> he's, my, he's my hero. Hey, um, I want to keep going on this. I want to just take a, a short break, Paul. And and for those listening to the podcast, we're so glad you joined. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about about your daily routine. And, and Paul, I'd like to actually talk a little bit about, if you don't mind, non-spiritual routine. Right. I want to talk about physical yep. for a second. Um, but before we get there, um, we have I, I have a really special um, offer for our listeners. If you go to cmn.men, cmn.men and click on resources you'll notice uh, right there highlighted uh, is a is a resource we call it the 10-day detox and the 10-day detox is a series of videos uh, actually comes on a really cool Altoids like tin box with a thumb drive and works on any device any computer but it's full of videos and content and and uh, um, spans 10 days and and chapter the first day uh, Paul is kind of a, a, a expanded it version is. of what we're talking about right. today, right? Yeah, it, it really speaks of, okay. and, you know, getting that thing started. And, you know, basically this is, you know, when we right. talk about a habit, I, there, years ago, in the 60s, there was a book written about psychosomatic illnesses and habits. And it was called, and, and basically this man came up with the concept that in 21 days, you could create a new habit. Since then, the research has said some habits can start in a week. Others can take a half year. So it really is about, Mm -hmm. you know, doing what you need to do in a consistent way. That's an act of your will. You just say, you know what? I'm going to do this every morning and I'm going to start and it will become a habit. And it's a habit that enlarges your life and, you know, Bottom line, Brian, if yep. in the, the the world is so chaotic, and even if we've got the same job we drive to every day, or walk to, or take the bus to, even if we have the same thing, and every day we walk in and there's forty two pieces of project we have to do, or you know, or we're we're milling furniture, and it's the same thing. There's still something new every day, right? Something well, we this- have to deal with. We can't possibly go into everything that's in this series on this podcast, but I, I will tell you this: um, if you go today um, for a limited time, the this 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 thumb drive in this series is fifteen dollars off. Wow! So normally fifty dollars. Uh, wow. Currently five dollars. Um, I think you did. <laughs> I, sure. I approved it, maybe. <laughs> I think you approved it, but but you know this podcast is, is getting to a lot of eyeballs a lot of people are are, are uh, reading listening to it and we want to we want to get this resource to as many people as possible so anyway i uh, think cmn.men yeah. like resources i think it's a fantastic resource and, and also on video. there is uh, bishop yeah. dale bronner we put a video bonus video mm-hmm. on there of uh, dale bronner rt kendall the famous theologian a yeah. three-part series we put that on there you're either yesterday's man today's man or tomorrow's man and uh, it that really is a, yeah. a robust uh, resource. You know, the, I had a friend yeah. of mine who for uh, many years manufactured fitness equipment, all right? Fitness equipment. Mm-hmm. 
And, and one of the core sayings in that fitness industry was this, you cannot exercise your way out of poor nutrition. Hmm. Wow. In other words, what you put in you, you can't just go exercise your way out of eating all the wrong stuff. And the same is true in our lives. We, we will get in our car. We won't have done anything or we'll get on the bus and, and all of a sudden we're going, God, help me today. Right. <laughs> it's like, you didn't put anything in you, man. You got no scripture to pray. You've got no uh, foundation for courage for the day. I mean, here's the deal. Here's, here's the question that always hit me. Why did Jesus pray? Hmm. You ever yeah, think about this? Question. Why did Jesus pray? Because uh, couldn't he just go, uh, hey, uh, Father, you thinking what I'm thinking? Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Father yeah. goes, you know, sure. You know, we're both God. Yeah, I think we're pretty much have the same mind. Yeah. And instead it says he, he prayed all day. And I believe uh, it's because he had to dial in his humanity. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Everywhere he went, people are pulling on him. Mm-hmm. People are asking him to go here, go there. And he had to know exactly the right thing to do. What prayer does is strip away the inconsequential. Mm-hmm. It brings clarity out of chaos. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus would pray. So if that's if that's Christ, how much more so do I need to pray who gets easily covered up with the toxicity right. of life? So let's talk about... And when I pray, yeah. it's I pray with the Bible. And so I'll pray, you know, something that John prayed or I'll pray something out of Psalms or... You know, this stuff, it's like, you know, I don't need to know all the background stuff. When I turn on a light in a room, mm-hmm. I just turn a switch on. I don't need to know all the little wires and the stuff that goes to a central something transmitting station. And I just need to know that the switch goes up and down. Take us back and to for me, prayer in the Bible is kind of like the switch. We just, yeah, it's just, just basics. I put the pot in the coffee machine and I just make sure the coffee comes out. <laughs> first thing in the morning well, i get yeah. i get the uh yeah, that's like that's real first world right there man it's it's tough i uh get the big box from amazon and it works really well um the uh um physical the physical part we've got a, a few minutes left paul and and i want to try to um get people back to their day but uh what about the physical part of, of starting your day you know um uh what a couple push-ups, a couple sit-ups, or or uh, a quick jog, or how important is it to to you know treat your body with some sort of respect or or uh, something to get it get get a routine started? Yeah, I think Jesus over and over and his disciples and the men around him, uh, they talked often about uh, how we are stewards, and in fact, the words they used in the original languages in Aramaic was beyond being stewards or stewardship. It was to be a trustee. In other words, even the environment, as an example, we're not just stewards of the environment. As conservationists, which we are as followers of Christ, we're trustees of the environment and we're trustees of our own body. And uh, one of the saddest things I've seen, Brian, and you've seen it too, is I have friends whose father passed away maybe years before he ever should have because Mm -hmm. he never paid attention to his physical body. I do think we're in a world that, that thinks about it more. Usually it's because they they want to look good on Instagram, (laughs) 
but uh, but it's true. And so what I do is is I'll do uh, 100 to 150 pushups if it's not a day that I'm working out. So I usually whatever. work out whatever. four or five days a week at a gym. All right, whatever. And then uh, and then you run. I do right. You get out and run. And so uh, all of those things, yeah, it stirs I, up I things turned, in you. I turned 50, Paul. Paul, I, I was, I turned 50 <laughs> and I was really overweight. Really? And, and my wife looked at me and, and she had just gone uh, through uh, breast cancer successfully and, and totally healthy. And, and she looked at me when I turned 50 and I was 280 pounds and I'm six three, but but you know it's a little much. No, it's called and, it's and a little much. Like, it's so called I survived. Obese. You know, God. I mean, this be real. <laughs> and it's true. And you know, I just didn't feel wow. good about me. And she was, so I I you know God healed the knee through breast cancer. Wow. And I have a heart attack. And um, I joined a little running club and and just took a step at a time and and uh, I dropped. About so in other words, you started back pounds. with the basics, but. Um, healthy yeah 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 but 50, no, 50, but 50 not wasn't too late, too late. 70 you know, is not too late 70 not too late it wasn't too late and, to and 20 is yeah. not too early right uh i right. you know right now we have such a phenomena of young men and women in poor health because uh we've become such a, a computer driven culture you know high tech low touch uh i i love uh, rei as a store here in the united states uh, recreational equipment incorporated rei and so i'm a member and mm-hmm. yeah. outdoor gear and so forth there's a big you know in our thanksgiving holiday here in the united states the day after the thanksgiving holiday which is on a thursday is called black friday it's a big shopping day uh this store rei actually closes on that day and says go outside <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> yeah go outside yeah. go do something and uh, man, the health issues that our young people are facing actually can change your frame of mind. It changes mm-hmm. the way uh, your chemicals work within your brain, your thinking. In fact, there's something called the thinning of the cortex. And the thinning of the cortex through poor nutrition, uh, Harvard Medical School did this study. This is a little sidebar thing, but they did this medical study. And I, I read the whole study. The thinning of the cortex is poor nutrition has caused young people to have a thinner cortex, the, the place where we think in the outer part of our brain, where, where current memories happen and where you actively pull back. So they're not doing well in school because their nutrition is bad. And, and here's another way it said, uh, a teacher in Belize uh, told me this. She said, well, we know that. She said, we didn't know about that study. We just say hungry kids can't learn. That's true. Wow. Yeah. So it's true in our, it's true in the United States. It's true in every culture. Yeah. If, if we're not taking care of the base, it's one of the first things that Alex Matala does with his uh, incredible uh, resources for orphans in, in East Africa. One of the first things he does is get them nutritionally uh, positive. Then mm-hmm. he begins to train their mind. He has something they say every morning. I'm a child of God. I can do this, you know, and they have a certain yeah. thing they say every day. And they begin to train their body, train their mind. And then they begin to teach them math and reading and mm-hmm. the, the things that they need in order to be effective in, in life. So, gosh, that's a great yeah. story about you losing the weight. Well, and you're probably a nicer person today. It's a, it, I can't, 
I can't say enough about it. It yeah. really, it's, um, it's changed, oh, man, it's, inc- it's an incredible feeling and it's, it's amazing to have clothes that fit, you know, a little better. So and, wait a minute, wait a minute. So um, what you're saying is it, because you're a follower of Christ and, and yeah. you're a man who knows the word and you, you're a reader, but this physical mm-hmm. side was actually causing you issues. That mentally, oh. in other words, your, your thinking wasn't necessarily yeah. in a place of peace. No, no. I, I, I think anyone who, it, yeah, it, it, there's no question. It affects it affects your whole three three hundred sixty degree yeah persona. But you had to start that um, with an internal decision. In other words, yeah, everything that you have we to. It's want like externally starts internally. Yeah. Yeah. No one can force it on you. It's kind of like yeah. ther- therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to want to do that. You have to go want to talk to, to your, to somebody, you know, my wife encouraged me, but I had this, I had to say, you know what, you're exactly right. I've got to get this done. And uh, for us, our family, it's, it, you know, it really hit home because she had just gone through breast right. cancer and, and for another podcast, we'll talk about, I may give that testimony because, um, since, since breast, you know, I think, I think you could just resign it when you get sick too. Um, but resign it. Yeah, all. you could, but, uh, you know, since breast cancer, she's run, she's run 23 full marathons since she had breast cancer. Wow. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think anyone can, doesn't matter how old you are. Um, you know, walk, I, I just yesterday, the true story as, as, as timely as today's headlines, I was walking outside and there was a friend of mine from, uh, my, uh, in the neighborhood. And he was out there walking his dog and he's really a big man. He, he, and he knows that he says, and he goes, Brian, guess what? I said, what, what Bob I'm, I'm walking. I got out here this morning and I took Darcy, the dog, and we walked all the way down there to the, uh, seven 11 and back. I'm like, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go tomorrow too. And I, <laughs> and I actually, you know, this is something too. I said, call me wow. when you're going to go, I'll come with you. And I said, let me walk with yeah. you. And so I think a little bit of accountability, that's another whole, we don't have time. But accountability. Well, we talked about brotherhood too, in think. another podcast, and I think that's part of it. Yeah. Is there's got to be you got to have yeah. a little bit. Of, you you got to be able to tell somebody, "Hey, man, uh, you know I just lost some weight." Yeah. I was sitting at lunch with my uh, with one of my closest friends, Glenn, the other day, and we we were talking about it was you know the start of the our year, and and uh, we were talking about different things, and we started talking about our workout programs and what he was doing, what I was doing. And I'm 14 pounds less year to year from last January to this January, 14 pounds less. Well, I wasn't overweight necessarily. I just wasn't where I needed to be. And he looked at me and said, man, that's awesome. Well, shoot, I just felt great coming out of there. So you need that. You need somebody you can tell, hey, man, here's, you know, (laughs) hey, I'm walking. Yeah, we have a little. (laughs) Yeah. If if any anybody wants to write in and. uh, and we'll give tips on all of these things, including the the Bible, um, the the Bible's uh, uh, reading plan, yeah, maybe yeah. A, an easy an easy physical plan, something. I don't want this to be overwhelming for anybody, and and so um, write in, and uh, um, uh, we'll be be sure to answer your emails. Paul, uh, what's your what's your personal email address? Just, uh, you can, well, I, Paul they can write to me at paul at cmn.men, and cmn stands for Christian yep. Men's Network. And, uh, you know, that's where, yep. as you mentioned, there's uh, a lot of resources and things we can use in our lives, but uh, paul at cmn.men yeah. and I'll get that. And uh, Brian will 
make sure we get some things back to them, answer questions. Yeah. If you have a, if you have a story or if, if this is struck home with you, let us yeah. know. And I'd, I'd really be happy to read it in a, in a future podcast. Hey, we're going to wrap up now, but Paul, man, would you take like 30 seconds? Just pray for, for yeah, all well. listening. With Father, I do thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. I thank you for your son, Jesus. I thank you that in Christ, we find peace, courage, affirmation, the ability to make decisions that increase our lives. Father, I thank you that in our path today, for me and Brian and our friend listening right now, that Father, today you are with us. You're not silent. Psalm 46 says you are our refuge. We trust you because you've never failed to keep your word. So we trust your word and we put it in our hearts and we live a larger life. Lord, we thank you for that today. In Jesus' name we pray, by the power of the Holy Spirit, expecting to receive those things for which we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Paul. And just a reminder, at cmn.men, under resources, you can get the 10-day detox. Um, again, it's $15 off. Normally $50. It's on $35 uh, U.S. for listeners of this podcast and anyone. So be sure to share with a friend. If you'd like to write in, we'd love to get feedback. Paul at cmn.men is our email address, paul at cmn.men. So for Paul Cole, I'm Brian Boyd, and we'll see you next time on the Brave Men Podcast. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Christian Men's Network. Connect with Paul at cmn.men or write to him at paul at cmn.men.